Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 16th of February, 2023. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in markets and business. I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott, a very cool, well, I should correct myself and say a very hot looking David Scott with his sunnies on. Don't read too much into that, Scotty. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. And, uh, she's not referring to uh, my outrageously good looks. Uh, it's 40 degrees in Adelaide right now. All right. Well, uh, look, it was a pretty hot market today. Got to say, if we're going to keep it going, uh, up by eight tenths of a percent, 7,410 to be exact. Pretty solid around the Asian region. Pretty solid in E-minis after a solid performance on Wall Street overnight. Who would have thunk it? The CNN Fear and Greed Index is almost in extreme greed territory, Scuddy. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the data is uh, coming good again, surprisingly enough, as the weather in the United States went and improved. Uh, who would have thunk it? But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see their resilience, particularly in equity markets at the moment, to uh, what looks like is going to be a much higher terminal rate for the Fed funds. But for the time being, it's uh, that kind of complacency. There's a lot of uh, you know, euphoria in options markets, uh, intraday options markets as well. But uh, for the moment, we go with the flow and the uh, path of least resistance, at least for the time being, is higher. Yeah, I just had a chat with Greg Erlam from Awanda, uh, live from London on the live stream of Ausbiz, ausbiz.com.au, if you only know us via the podcast. Anywho, he was just uh, saying like the surprise at how well markets are doing right now. But I did bring up the fact that it does feel as if it could be pretty range bound for a while because we have these up days. We've got a down day here and there, up days. And, and the headline on Reuters in the morning, Scotty, have you noticed for the stock wraps, it's the exact same thing, you know, uh, on hawkish Fed expectations, markets do this on uh, interest rate expectations. Like it, it's it, it's starting to feel same, same. Yeah. Oh, it's been priced in. Uh, I think we all expect that. Uh, yeah, it's. Difficult scenario, that 3% pop in retail sales uh, in January, I've got no doubt that uh, the weather played a, a small part in that uh, that resilience as well, but 3% a month, sorry, that's not even like touching the sides, all that and that tightening has come through the system at the moment in the States, and I wonder whether the Fed regrets you know, scaling back, you know, fueling that uh, pivot talk, because right now, uh, inflation there is, uh, looks like it's starting to settle in, it's at uh, pretty elevated levels again. And uh, there's no real sign that there's a big spending slowdown. So go figure. It looks like it's going to be onwards and upwards, hopefully, uh, for the economy as well. Yeah, so um, people are sort of basing their hopes, I suppose, on, you know, this soft landing scenario. Also, better news for earnings, you know, rather than uh, choosing to worry about what it could mean for rates. But let's get to, you know, what matters here. And that was that jobs report today. So an unexpected lift in unemployment to 3.7%. Uh, bad news being good news, I suppose, if you look at the, 
easy line to draw between that and interest rates. However, Scuddy, we had a bit of a chat on online today. It all comes down to is some of the volatility in this measure, does it? Yeah. Rotational group uh, impacts, you know, the rotating group that comes in, there's eight different groups. The one that comes in is very influential over the, uh, the entire survey. Also, uh, summer holidays. People, a lot of people are not thinking about work. Uh, so seasonally, it's a very difficult month for the ABS to go and, uh, and get a bang on as to exactly what's going on on the ground. Uh, a few people went and pointed out in the notes that I read as well. I think uh, no, ANZ, NAB as well, with two that I got across. So we'll see what happens in, uh, in February. But of course, it's the first back-to-back -back, uh, decline in job growth that we've seen in well over a year. So that's one thing to go and keep a look at as well. And we know that from the RBA perspective, it believes the cleanest read on what the, uh, what's happening in the labor market is what's going on in the unemployment rate. And it's no longer at 3.5%, it's 37 Mm -hmm. Got it. All right. Now we could digest that, talk about the Aussie dollar moves, what it means for rates going forward. But we heard from RBA's Governor Phil Lowe yesterday in front of the uh, Economics Committee just saying we're going hard. It's not his job to make friends with everybody. Um, you know, rates will have to rise. Unfortunately, there will be some some households that feel pain, but uh, it. It certainly f seems as if policymakers, you know, and bankers as well, um, are reckoning that uh, it will be a minority of households that will be feeling pain because, of course, interest rates have been at emergency levels for so long, and those fixed interest payments have been very, very low. Let's hope too many people didn't overextend themselves. Uh, look, NAB gave a bit of a quarterly update today, not part of the half-yearly gang, um, but it was called a pretty solid result. Shares were up by about three quarters of 1%. Uh, margins did rebound, and I think that's carried it to that positive performance. But again, there is all that market talk that perhaps banks have seen peak margins, and that's why we saw CBA's share price down again today, down about a one and a quarter percent. Um, I think it's interesting today, Scotty, that it's two companies that we don't talk about a lot that really, you know, beat the market, beat expectations, and saw their share prices react accordingly. Uh, today, so Aurora, Aurora, excuse me, it's a it's a packaging company and its share price up by fourteen and a half percent. Sonic Healthcare, its share price up close to fourteen percent as well. So these are, I guess, where the expectations have been low. They've beat and uh, signs of life going forward. Just a classic reporting season story. Yeah, beating up ahead of our earnings and then come out with something that's uh, that's relatively okay. And they pop really aggressively. Uh, as I said, with Aurora, uh, put the bears back in their box, at least temporarily. Ha ha, good one. All right, um, a couple companies that we just can't give all of these companies airtime during the coverage on the day, but Abacus Property reaffirmed its distribution guidance. Uh, that share price was up by 7%. Magellan was up by 7% uh, reported today. And of course, we had that upgrade coming through yesterday. GUD Holdings uh, was up. But today, after its results saw some, you know, broker revisions, and that's what happened with corporate travel management as well. I spoke with Nick Sladen from LSN uh, today on the small caps. It was at 2.45. We've got it up online if you want to listen to that one. He was talking about some of the opportunities that still do exist in some of the smaller end of the market when it comes to those travel names. And he pointed out Experience Co., Tourism Group Holdings. If you want to listen to that review on those travel names, you can go there. Uh, some of the worst performers today, Scuddy, AMP, New Hope, 
Evolution, Origin, and Whitehaven Coal. What what do you think what it was with Whitehaven? Were people just disappointed with the dividend or is the actual price of coal maybe impacting all the commentary about volatility going forward? I think it's dividends uh, more than anything. They were expecting a big, uh, big payout. But uh, look, if prices remain where they are at the moment or even a little bit lower, that company is, uh, is basically almost debt-free now and uh, it's going to be very, very profitable. It comes with a lot of risks attached, obviously, you know, ESG considerations. But uh, looking at those, uh, those coal miners at the moment, there's not a lot of supply coming online, if any at all nowadays. So, yeah, if they're debt-free and uh, no prices remain elevated from a dividend perspective and an income perspective, and maybe something out there at the moment, of course. No recommendations for me, but uh, just uh, an interesting fact there that that balance sheet's looking a lot better than what mm-hmm. it was previously. KASX, mildly positive. We spoke with the CEO, Helen Loftus today. You can listen to that interview online. She does talk chess. We have South 32 up by 1%. I spoke with Graham Kerr, the CEO. He will be up online, or that interview, I should say, will be up online shortly. Telstra, Koshi spoke with Vicky Brady, uh, looking to you know, early stages of leaving her own mark on Telstra. And that share price was up by 2%. So again, you can go online and listen to that one. Goodman Group. Hey, this is the stock of the day. It also reported today in that hot area of property, industrial space, up by 2.5%. And we've got some market talk coming through that it's even likely to beat its upgraded operating earnings per share goal. That's in a note coming through from Jeffries. So that was the stock of the day. Let's take a listen to what our experts had to say. Well, it was a pretty decent result. Um, obviously, statutory profits dropped, uh, which is probably the only bad thing that was in there just on the yep. revaluations, which we're expecting. These, these REITs have all been trading at pretty heavy discounts to NTAs, so that was always going to come back. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think up a, up a few percent's probably fairly, um, you know, fairly reasonable. They have beaten expectations, but maintained um, their distribution, which I think smart for management overall, right. because we, you know, with higher rates, they've, it's been a while since they've had to endure that, and um, they'll probably want to keep a little bit in the coffers. But if you know, if we do get a soft landing, or they're even talking to no landing, you know, now and. We start to see, uh, you know, terminal rates pull, um, pull back from their recent peak. Well, you know, perhaps these guys can beat expectation next earnings season. And- You've had it in your portfolio and, and have run up well over the last few years, potentially looking at taking some profits. Right. There are other companies in that sector that uh, you know, probably look more attractive. Like what? Based on... Well, uh, CIP, the uh, Centuria Industrial uh, one that, that Mark spoke about, okay. also uh, Charter Hall Long Whale, um, CLW is the code for it. We like it, but it's more of a conservative long-term property holder and it collects the rents, whereas Goodman have, the, I suppose, the, the growth potential through development. Okie dokie, so there you go. It uh, was a nibble. You know, there's an language that's associated with the call these days, Scotty. So it was a nibble and a hold coming from David Lane and Mark Gardner. <laughs> uh, so yeah, not going to the investment committee, but sounds pretty positive if that's what you take a nibble to be. Um, tonight, we'll get a I nibble. I think we're going to go make a rule. Yeah, what's that? I think I'm going to make a rule. No, maybe in, uh, in March, you can't have a fence sitting, you can't have a nibble. It's either going to be a buyer or sell. We got to get you hosting the call then, Scotty. 
March Madness. Oh, I can feel a promo coming. But yeah, it was just, um, I, I, I get a few viewers emailing in and saying that I crack the whip. I keep people in line. I don't know. I feel like they let Koshi lets people get away with things. But hey, we love them and we love the program. And we get, you know, we've had so many requests coming in lately. So uh, keep them coming. You can do so by emailing the call at osbiz.com.au. Hey, tonight, Scotty, we do get data. We get jobless claims. We get the Philly Fed manufacturing index. We get some, um, you know, data on the housing front. Yeah, I, I just get the feeling the narrative's not going to change greatly. You? Yeah. So oh, producer prices as well. There's going to be some weakness in. Yeah, producer prices, you know, final final prices, particularly, you know, services, will get a bit of a, a interest because it's got a, a fairly nice read through when it comes to what you might go and see on the consumer front in the next couple of months. Uh, building uh, permits and uh, no, approvals and starts. Uh, yeah, it's messy. We know it's on a weather impact at this time of year. It's very cold in North America, obviously. So it's, it's difficult, but yeah, a lot of Fed speak as well. Uh, what are they going to say? Need to keep rates higher for longer. Just press the uh, no, the play button again and uh, no, spill it out again. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not expecting too many uh, differences. It really comes down to uh, what the perception is of the day. There's a lot of options activity as well. There's options expiry this week. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult to read too much in the price action here and now. Okay, so that's what we will do. We've got a mildly positive open in Europe happening as we speak. We did have UK inflation easing. We had the... Scottish Prime Minister is stepping down in a bit of a surprise yesterday. So I suppose we never quite know uh, what will happen. Uh, but what I do know is we'll cover it all for you tomorrow. Scotty, should we call it a day? Let's call it a day. I'm going to go melt outside now. Melt Peru. up, hopefully. Melt up. All right. See you Friday. <laughs> see you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.